This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. Clinical Audit Today, Volume 3, Issue 2, published July 2010. Editorial entitled, Three Conversations in 2010. I'd like to share three recent conversations that I have had. They give a fascinating insight into the current state of clinical audit. Conversation 1. This took place with a clinical auditor at the HQIP conference in April. Don't talk to me about reinvigoration, she said. I've been on the at-risk register since February and I'm being interviewed along with other team members next week. It is a depressing situation and I don't even know whether I will have a job in a few months' time. Conversation 2. This occurred at an evening meeting I was facilitating to help GPs prepare for undertaking clinical audit as part of their revalidation. I'd spent the first part of the session explaining revalidation requirements and outlining the clinical audit process. It was going pretty well until a male GP in his 50s confronted me over coffee. Does audit actually make a difference to patients then? was his opening gambit. I hadn't had time to reply when he went on. You see, you tell me that audit has been around since 1989, but I can't see examples of lots of audits that have vastly improved patients' lives. He went on. I train to see patients not do paperwork of limited value, you know, before his killer finishing line. None of the people want to be here tonight learning this. It's only because of revalidation requirements that we are all forced to come. And at that he wandered off. I had rather hoped I'd get a chance to reassure him and respond to a few of his points after we resumed. But he didn't rejoin us for the session from 8 to 9pm. Conversation 3. I was in the middle of explaining to a group of senior management staff working in an acute hospital trust all about the importance of clinical audit when a person raised their hand and asked how is the reinvigoration of clinical audit actually being measured? I must admit it came at me a bit like a bolt out of the blue. I'd just been explaining to the group the Chief Medical Officer's concerns raised in 2006-07 and his statement that clinical audit must be revitalised. Good question was the only comment I could really think of saying in reply. I don't think it impressed my audience much. There you have it, three short conversations with three different people from three different parts of the UK. What does this tell us about the state of clinical audit in 2010? Lesson 1. The fragile fiscal situation threatens to derail the reinvigoration of clinical audit and many audit professionals are now facing an uphill struggle to hold on to their jobs. More work, less resource is a common phrase I keep hearing from meetings with audit staff and this doesn't bode well for the future. Lesson 2. Let's be honest, 21 years after working for patients introduced audit to the NHS and the majority of clinical staff would prefer to avoid doing clinical audit. Two decades and literally millions of audits later and we still don't have central repositories of great audit projects that staff can utilise. Why? It appears that rather than using successful audits to engage clinicians in the process, 
we have determined that the best way to involve them is to force them to participate. I imagine my GP friend smiled broadly when he heard revalidation had been put on ice for the next 12 months. Lesson 3. I have realised I honestly don't know how the reinvigoration of clinical audit is actually being measured. Ironically, I preach to all staff I train in clinical audit that you must know what you are trying to achieve and be able to quantify it from the outset. A lot of audit professionals like SMART objectives and I wonder how these would relate to our reinvigoration. Specific? Time bound? Seriously, if anyone does know what the standards for attaining the reinvigoration of clinical audit are, please get in touch and I will make space available in the next issue. Footnote. Sorry to be slightly down for this editorial. I watched England draw 0-0 with Algeria last night and it is possibly still affecting my mood at the time of writing. Perhaps the next editorial in autumn 2010 will follow a glorious World Cup triumph and be full of vigour, hope and positivity. If Fabio can focus minds, get players to take ownership and responsibility for their actions, inspire his team and make them all clear exactly what they are working towards, there is hope. The same could be said for all of us working in clinical audit in summer 2010. This broadcast was recorded on the 20th of July 2010 and is copyrighted to Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the express written consent of the CASC.